grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Ash Wednesday is a special time of gathering together as a body of believers to come before God with a heart of repentance, a heart of faith. It's not something that we focus on doing incredibly often in our lives, but when it is time to do that, it is a time of great meaning. It's very special. Because when we come here, we're not coming alone. We're coming together as a body of believers gather here in this place. We're also not just coming together as believers who gather in this place. But all around us tonight, in our own community, there are other churches of believers doing the same thing we are. All around the world on this night, there are believers doing the same thing we are. Believers in Christ who are coming together and saying to God, we believe that what you have said to us in the scriptures is the truth. That indeed, because of our sin, dust we are, and to dust we shall return. That's usually something that's said when somebody's being buried, right? Just in the funeral rite before the casket is lowered into the ground. Those words are said. Now they're said at that moment with the hope of the resurrection, that that's not the final word. But as a Christian, we know we will be raised again and given eternal life. And so too, as we hear this message tonight, dust you are and to dust you shall return, we do not hear it as a final condemnation, but rather as a statement from God that says, you must be aware of how serious your situation is before me so that you come to the source of forgiveness which I have prepared for you, that you hear the good news of the gospel which I have won for you, which I have given to you. Come and receive these gifts. Come as those who recognize who they are. And so we come as those who know that we are dust. We come as those who are humble before God not standing up vain, not being filled with our own self-righteousness, not looking and saying to God, look how good of a person I am. Aren't you happy I showed up? But instead saying to God, you have had mercy on me. You have saved me. And I come to you as one who believes that what you have said is true. And believing that, I come and hear and receive your gifts. And that's important. Because when you look at our Old Testament reading today from the prophet Joel, you hear about a time when Joel, the prophet, was writing to Israel and saying that God had seen their sins and because of them was going to send a host of locusts down upon their land and they were going to eat up all of the trees, all of the crops, and the people would starve. And Joel heard this and was afraid afraid on behalf of the people. So he gathered them all together and he said, look, this is what God said. We have got to come to him and tell him we're sorry for what we've done. It is time to do so now. So everybody, whoever you are, wherever you are, come. Stop what you're doing and come and let's tell God together that we're sorry. The elderly and the young, the married, the newlyweds, the priests in the temple, everybody. 
And that's one of the things that's important about a night like this. It's not just for the grown-ups. It's also for the children so that all together we understand when we come before God what it means to tell him in a humble heart, I'm sorry. And here with a faithful heart, you're forgiven and believe it. That's a good thing. Israel did that together in Joel And God relented, did not send the locust, but instead sent a blessing. We also hear in our gospel reading instructions that Jesus gave to us as individual Christians. Okay? Now one thing you understand, on this night we all gather together and we receive a mark of ash to remember what God said is the truth. But if a week later you're still walking around with this on your head, we're probably going to have a conversation because of what Jesus said. The point of Lent is not to point to yourself. The point of Lent is as an individual Christian with a sincere heart to come before God and to share before him prayers. Dear Lord, have mercy on me. And there's so many other people who need mercy. I know you hear my prayers because you promised, so I come to you with a humble heart and pray for my family, for my neighbors, for my co-workers, for my country, for my congregation. And not to brag about it, but to do so quietly. And yet, dear friends, when we gather together as the body of believers, we all stand together and pray together because it's right for us to do that together. But when you're on your own, do so quietly. When we give alms, this is a season as a church where we give alms. We see out on the table there baby bottles for giving alms to support uh, alternatives and young families in, in need. Well, that's something that we do together. And just after Easter, we'll bring those together and rejoice that God has received these gifts and it will be a help to someone. But when you're out on your own as an individual Christian, you don't draw attention to your almsgiving as an individual. Instead, you do so quietly, humbly. Same thing with fasting. When you lay aside something that is dear to you, a good thing in your life, and you say it, lay it aside for a while. Sometimes food, sometimes entertainment, sometimes activities, and you say, for a short time, I'm laying this aside. And then whenever you have the desire to do that thing, you stop and pray to God. And it teaches you two things. First of all, it teaches you how weak that you are, that this thing, this small thing that you like so much is so hard to lay aside. It's a great lesson in how much you need God. And secondly, it also gives you more time to focus on God. And if you do this, you do it quietly as an individual. That's good. Because God isn't interested in your self-righteousness. He's interested in the righteousness that he gives you as a free gift by his grace through faith in Jesus Christ. That righteousness which washes you from your sins in the waters of your holy baptism. That righteousness. That's what he sees. And he wants you to come as his little child to him quietly. Speak to him. Pray to him. Hear him. Tell you he loves you. But together here as a body, we come boldly as his flock here on earth and proclaim his goodness with courage and confidence. That's what tonight is about. It's a good thing, then, for us to be here. 
Our prayers are for us and for all our brothers and sisters, wherever they are in Christ, that God would strengthen them in true faith, that God would draw back to himself whoever has wandered from him and help them again to hear his word and receive his gifts, that he might help us walk together in the one true faith and bring us home to heaven in his good time. To him be the glory forever.